Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In three, two, one... Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Smart Seven. Well, good morning, everybody. It's Monday, the 5th of July, and it's Bikini Day. And a big happy birthday to Huey Lewis, Edie Falco, Megan Rapinoe, and Roisin Murphy. There were 24,248 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and 15 additional deaths. Despite the consistently high case numbers, the government continues to insist that things are on track and that the data is positive. Housing Secretary Robert Jenrick. And the data that we're seeing that the Prime Minister is reviewing at the moment ahead of his decision point on the roadmap looks very positive. It does seem as if we can now move forward and move to a much more permissive regime where we move away from many of those restrictions that have been so difficult for us. Boris is due to host a Downing Street briefing today at which he'll announce the unlocking on July the 19th is to go ahead, despite experts warning that it will turn the UK into a variant factory. Labour's Shadow Chancellor Rachel Reeve is concerned and she'd like to hear from some actual scientists. What we've seen over the weekend is briefing by politicians on what they would like to happen rather than the data. And I've always said, and Keira has always said, it's got to be driven by the data. We've got to make decisions based on the evidence. And instead of briefing to newspapers, I would like the uh, government to present the evidence. Boris had a visitor on Friday from that far-off continent of Europe. It was German Chancellor Angela Merkel on her last visit to the UK before she steps down. Boris, of course, had to open with a football joke. For much of your tenure, it was certainly a tradition, uh, Angela, for England to lose to Germany in international football football tournaments. Uh, And I'm obviously grateful to you for breaking uh, with that tradition just for once. But that wasn't the end of the awkwardness. He also had a good old moan about the fate of British sausages as Brexit and the Northern Ireland Protocol impact trade. Imagine uh, if if Bratwurst uh, could not uh, be, be moved from uh, Dortmund to, to Dusseldorf uh, because of the jurisdiction of an, of an international court. Uh, you would think it was absolutely extraordinary. And so we have to, uh, we have to sort it out. I'm sure that, as Angela says, with uh, goodwill and with patience, uh, we can uh, sort it out. This weekend saw the US celebrate the 4th of July. In fact, they're probably still celebrating it right now. And what's more American than an embittered former president holding a rally for no good reason and bragging about some strange international relationships? I actually had and have a very good relationship with President Putin. But that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. 
That's actually a very good thing. And until the plague came in, I had a very good relationship with President Xi of China. And I have a very good relationship with Kim Jong-un. And isn't it nice? And he also more or less confessed to tax fraud on stage. And yet they go after good, hard-working people for not paying taxes on a company car. Company car. You didn't pay tax on the car or a company apartment. You used an apartment because you need an apartment because you have to travel too far where your house is. This weekend saw the Austrian Climate Change Summit with a range of stellar names all promising to take action and work together. They included former Governor of California Arnold Schwarzenegger. If we all work together and if we communicate together, that wall will come down, I promise you. And the polar bears will be dancing on those icebergs and life will be good. Greta Thunberg was less impressed and called out political leaders for failing to demonstrate real change. You, especially leaders from high-income nations, are pretending to change and listen to the young people while you continue pretty much exactly like before, pretending to take science seriously by saying science is back, while holding climate summits without even inviting one single climate scientist as speaker. Still to come on the Smart 7, football just might actually be coming home, and Quentin Tarantino has plans to kill Bill again. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Smart 7. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart 7 Island Edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Saturday night saw England in quarterfinal action against the Ukraine. It ended in a thumping 4-0 win, much to the delight of England fans everywhere. Almost 21 million people watched the game on the BBC, with one notable exception. England superfan Ross Kemp. So, three hours 14 to the biggest game that England have played in 55 years. Where am I? In a quarry. We've lost a ship. No, me neither. Manager Gareth Southgate is looking forward to the semi. I suppose it's still sinking in a bit. You know, we're in another semi-final. It's three in three years. Um... And but the, it, uppermost in my mind again, we, we've obviously want to go the step further, the, the two steps further. Quentin Tarantino has been pretty quiet recently, but he popped up on Joe Rogan's podcast over the weekend, and it sounds like he's been busy plotting a third chapter to kill Bill. He described how the sequel might catch up with the bride and her daughter after 20 years of peace. Then that peace is shattered, and uh, now, like, uh, um, the bride and her daughter, bride and Bibi, are on the run. He might have difficulty with the casting, though, as his relationship with Uma Thurman fell apart over allegations of abuse from both the director and Harvey Weinstein. Now Quentin wants to see Uma's real-life daughter in the movie. Hmm. Just the idea of being able to cast Uma and then cast her daughter Maya in the thing would be exciting. 
Yesterday marked National Thank You Day, a chance to show appreciation for NHS staff and volunteers who've battled through the pandemic. The Queen awarded the NHS a George's Cross in recognition of their efforts. And Prince Charles popped the royal headphones back on and did another radio show, this time on hospital radio. He also has a Spotify playlist of it and it includes The Three Degrees, Edith Piaf and Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. He paid tribute to the volunteers in hospital radio. At all times, hospital radio provides an invaluable service to patients, staff and families. And I know it has been of immeasurable value in connecting people, in providing comfort and companionship. This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.